This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. It's time to take a look at our featured mag, which is, of course, Cosmopolitan magazine, Christopher. And uh, we're talking about, uh, well, kind of the over 55s wanting a a change of career. Now, have you ever thought about a change of career? Yes, that's why I took up comedy. I was in my 40s when I did it. And it wasn't as easy. There were only the working men's clubs then. That's uh, so when I started out. And then gradually comedy clubs took over. So, yeah. Yes, I did exactly this. And look at me now. And look at you indeed. <laughs> well, you run your own comedy night. You're very, very well known in in the comedy circuit. I mean, and you're a great comedian. Uh, well, yes. So the and I'm here every Monday. Exactly. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for my changing career. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you know something? That's not even bear thinking about, Chris. I know. Seriously. Um, well, for you, anyway. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look at how you, your career has absolutely you know, flourished fire. because of me. It's on fire. <laughs> it's on fire. Uh, but it says here, uh, the over 55s all want to be access train drivers and archaeologists when they grow up. Uh, and this is a poll which is revealing Britain's dream careers. Uh, and nearly half of Brits think they're too old to land their ideal job. However, older generations prove that you're never ever too old to chase your career dream. So if you're reading this after blankly staring at your computer screen with the with the occasional glance at the clock, willing the hands to turn faster towards 5pm, then the chances are you're in the wrong job. But don't worry, the person next to you is probably in the same position. Which is probably true. I mean, I think it doesn't matter what job you do. At some stage, you get a bit kind of, oh, this is samey or it's a bit boring or mm-hmm. I'm going through a, a lull in my career or whatever. So I think, um, you know, as, as much as somebody else's career may sound fabulous, you know, sometimes they're actually going through the same kind of thoughts that you're going through. Yep, 47%. Anyway. Uh, say they're too old to land their ideal job and only 28% will actually retire having achieved their career dream. Well, you see, I feel as if I've, you know, achieved what I wanted to achieve out of my career uh, in the respect that what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I wanted to work in the media and I've done kind of newspapers and I've done a wee bit of television production and I've done radio now, which I've loved the most. Yeah. Out of of all three, and that's not just lip service. I mean, I I genuinely mean that. I love doing my show one to three every day is my favourite time of the day. Um, but uh, I suppose if I hadn't been, you know, a radio presenter, I would love to. If I could see, I would love to have been a photographer. Okay, okay. Well, it says here women come off worse out of this because just one in six. Uh, reckon that they've been able to achieve their career goals. Uh, but the research shows that women are more likely to retrain than men are. Uh, they're just held back by their lack of confidence. But it's not all doom and gloom and a life of working in a job we don't want to enjoy. Uh, even though most of the working life is behind them, the study shows that the majority of over 55s still have high hopes of landing their dream job and are actively taking steps to get there. 48% are willing to either volunteer or take a course or retrain or relocate to fulfil those dreams. Um, and they're not settling for run-of-the-mill careers either. The most cited dream job of over the 55s uh, could well be seen on a similar list made by somebody 40 years younger. It's incredible, yeah. isn't it? What would you like to have done if you hadn't become a hairdresser? What would have been your dream career? And I, I always thought I would I would act, so kind of comedy's a compromise. Uh, writing and acting, that's what I would do. I do a lot of writing. Uh, and um, 
you know, I've had a few things published, and I've written things like, you know, stories. I've done freelance journalism. I've done a few bits and pieces as well. And then, But the hairdressing's always been the creative outlet. Mm-hmm. I never even anticipated doing that, and that was done as a stopgap before me, when we leaving school and going to drama college. Um, and then I just kept going. I would have liked to have been an actress as well, mm-hmm. actually. And, you know, it's funny, sitting um, at the, the theatre on... Uh, Saturday night and watching this West End musical in London and hearing the orchestra and listening to them singing and dancing on stage, I thought, you know, I would love to have done that. If I was um, half my age, I would love to be up on that mm-hmm. stage dancing yes. and singing and, and doing that. Yes. Yes. But it would have to be West End Theatre in London. Oh, of Do you course, know what I mean? Darling, of course. You know what I mean? You Absolutely, know what... <laughs> If you're going to make a career out of it, then, you know. It's, it's kind of funny. My, my biggest problem when, when I discovered that I enjoyed and I was, I was okay at doing comedy, um, and it's a different type of writing. Uh, once I discovered I could, I could do this, and obviously, when you, when you started it, you're not as good as you, you know, obviously hope to get better. What actually held me back was family, to be honest with you, because I had to provide for them. Yes. You know, I'm not saying they helped me, but they were very encouraging. Everybody said, oh, do it, do it, blah, 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 you know. But now you have a family to provide for. And it's, you know, being able to provide for them. And whenever you read biographies of actors or comedians, they always have that stage before they, they make the breakthrough. And what the breakthrough does is usually it gives them enough money to do that job. And that's that's what they want to do, whether they make a success of it or not. When they have the breakthrough, that it's a money thing. Let's let's do this now, you know. And for me, I've always got the hairdressing to fall back on. Yes, um, but see, a lot of people don't have things to fall back on, and a lot of people can't make the move because they're not financially secure enough to do that. Maybe the other partner doesn't earn enough for them to actually step out of their their comfort mm-hmm. zone. I think that's the great thing about distance learning. Yeah. In the you know you can achieve a degree now. Yes. In your spare time. Yes. Um you know which which is fabulous. But you know with regards to kind of working at things and my brother has a friend who uh for years was just poverty stricken, you know absolutely nothing, living hand to mouth. Um but he had this dream about designing women's shoes. All right. And uh he got nowhere from it in 8 years it took him and now he's selling shoes for 800 pounds a pair oh. and he's just been asked to exhibit at New York Fashion Week. Thanks. Is that not incredible? Oh, that's fantastic. So he just never gave up on his his dream. It's fantastic. And it's not what amazes me about this when you look at what people want to be, uh, particularly for the over 55s, it's not all it's not all I want to be famous. Uh number one is a writer, number two is scientist. Mm. Number three is an actor, number four is a historian. Well. I think when you get older you do get more interested you know, in the past. I've noticed but I noticed that when I kind of um got into my thirties that although I hated history at school and to be honest, I mean I, I went to school in Southern Ireland, I grew up the majority of my life there and it was uh, you know I, I wasn't particularly interested in, in I- Irish history in the same way that I find British history a little bit more you know, it, it more it just caught my interest more. Okay. So um, I was never interested in history in history at school. Um, gave it up as soon as I could, um, and then realised in my thirties, you know, through watching things like the History Channel. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting. That actually, I wish I had stuck in at my history at school now. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm. Well, number five is a footballer. Can you believe that for the over fifty-five? <laughs> Some of those girls never learn, do they? <laughs> 
up there with Sergio Aguero. <laughs> number six is businessman or businesswoman. Uh, number seven, oh, good old train driver. <laughs> number eight is doctor. Uh, number nine, archaeologist. And number ten is artist. And they're the top ten dream jobs of the over 55s. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't think of, you know, if I had to leave my job now and do something, uh, I think, oh, I don't know. I think I'd, I'd still like to do the whole acting thing. Uh-huh. I don't see why not. Yeah, well, I suppose. I suppose. Anyway, it's a very interesting subject, and thank you very much for talking us through it, Christopher. Uh, if you want to take a look at Cosmopolitan's website, do remember it is fully accessible, and the current issue of the mag is on the shelves now. If you want to look at their website, it's cosmopolitan.co.uk. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.